All right, everybody, welcome back to Let's Go Yanks. Todd here, unfortunately not joined by Joe tonight. Um, he has some duties with the military that's uh, got him otherwise occupied, but Dad's here to help out with the episode, so welcome back, Dad. Joined Glad us on... Glad to be here, baby. <laughs> Thanks. Joined us on maybe our third or fourth episode. It was right after Joe, Joe Tory. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, so that's, this will be fun. Um, just to keep going with what we started last episode, we had a long conversation about the Red Sox scandal, um, which splintered off into a bunch of other stuff. And then also um, we started talking about some weird years for the Yanks, uh, 2013 to 2016, just kind of in between the time that everybody from their late 90s, 2000s teams um, that were really good when they kind of were retiring um, and then in between the team that we have now. So we looked at 2013 last year um, and I stupidly, I guess, organized um, the players by games played because we were trying to just remember who was on all these teams in these strange years. I feel like it was when I was in college too. And honestly, I don't feel like I paid as much attention. So I don't know if you remember. Not this much. These no, ones. Yeah. Well, your bros are kind of young. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only five years from the championship, right? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so like at the end of 2013, we lost Mo and Pettit. Um, they both retired. Uh, Curtis Granderson, he was done as a Yankee. Robinson Cano, that was his last year as a Yankee, too. Um, so anyway, a lot of free agent acquisitions in the offseason between 2013 and 2014. Some bad, um, bad ones, too. Some bad ones. Can you name three guys that the Yankees got in that off from the end of the 2013 season? To the Into start. 2014? Yeah, like Does in Tanaka that off-season. Count? Tanaka counts, yeah. Okay. That's one. Is Kelly Johnson mid-year? No, he was off-season, and then he got traded mid-year for Stephen Drew, so that's two. Very good. I think that year he played for the Orioles, Red Sox, and Yankees. Okay. So I think the Orioles won the AL East. The AL, yeah. But anyway, um, the third one, give me a hint, pitcher position player um there's a few position players that we haven't named yet oh, there's only yeah. three though right no oh, no more. there were more oh, boy. yeah I but know. i was just <laughs> i wouldn't have to sit here and go through the whole list so not ichiro no he was on the team already 2012 maybe 2014 yeah brought in some not exactly young guys either no. just some more guys Poof. Um, I'm at a loss. All right. I so two. That's all right. Two's good. <laughs> two's good. Joe had a hard time. So Joe and I tried Let me see the roster to record this. You. Sure. Oh, Ellsbury. Yeah, that was a Ellsbury. Nice. Beltran. Right. Yeah. 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 So Ellsbury and Beltran. Um, also, McCann came in that offseason. Um, baby McCann. Brian Roberts came in for one season to play second base. That's right. Now, he was an Oriole, too, right? He was an Oriole for his whole career, except for this one season when he played for the Yanks and then 
I think he retired. Um, so yeah, so getting into the roster, just guys who played um, the most games at each position, you have McCann at catcher, Teixeira first base. He was hurt a lot in 2013, but played 2014. Brian Roberts played second base. Um, Jan Hervis Solarte played the most games at third, although they did pick up Chase Headley midseason, actually traded Solarte for Headley. Um, Jeter was at short, uh, Gardner in left, Ellsbury came over, played center, Ichiro played right, um, and then Beltron was mainly DH, and then just guys who played a decent number of games already and would have made a 13, whatever, 13 position players, um, Kelly Johnson, Alfonso Soriano, Chase Headley, and Francisco Cervelli being the backup catcher who played the most that season. Um, so anyway, looking at their hitters that year, one thing that I noticed, and then just looking at it too, is a pretty old team, yeah, more or less. Quick. Yeah. Um, and then a few of those guys never saw the light of day after that year, right? Salarte got right. let, let go or traded? Traded for Headley. Right, and then yeah. Roberts... Roberts had a bad year. So, and yeah, so they were old. They were actually, whatever, if you want to get in the weeds with this, yeah. their average hitter age was 32.8, which is the Yankees' second oldest for a season in franchise history. That is below the weeds. It's <laughs> in the dirt. <laughs> you can find it on baseball reference. Um, if you're curious, I don't remember what their Look at the first season was. Yeah, so... Pitchers were also strange. So by the end of the season, the guys who started the most games, um, not by a huge margin, but Kuroda was there all year. He was solid. They both were good. Tanaka only made 20 starts because he did get hurt midseason. Yeah, right. It was under Came back. Yeah, Tanaka was good. Um, so he... Those guys pitched the most, and then you had David Phelps, who made like 14 or 15 starts, Vidal Nuno, 14 or 15, and Shane Green, same thing. Um, Yeah, yeah, you go look up a picture of him. But this was, so where their starting rotation was pretty solid in 2013. What happened to Nova that year? He he got hurt too? Nova got hurt. He made like four starts and then had Tommy John that year. Um, so he made four. CeCe made like eight because he had a bunch of knee issues that year. Yeah. And Pineda made 12 for Michael Pineda. So he was going to be their fifth starter going into the season. And he he made some starts. But this was also the pine tar season. Remember God, that? Yeah. Where he was rubbing his hat and his yeah. wrist or whatever. Um, thinking about who they picked up in the offseason with McCann. And uh, Ellsbury, they were probably making a play, and even Beltran. Yeah. And then their pitching just went crappy. Cause right. You have Phelps, Nuno, and Green, probably three, four, five. You're not gonna make a run, even though I think they were in first place for a bit. Yeah. And then they never got back, and they just faded towards the end of the summer after the All Star break. I think they finished well behind the Orioles, like twelve games. Yeah, so they finished 84 and 78, So, yeah. but they did finish in second place. Right. Um, so as far as the Yankees go, nothing special on their record. But it didn't make the wild card, right? No, yeah. no, didn't make, yeah, didn't make the wild card. Um, so, and their middle, their middle infield um, 
not even their middle infield. Jeter, I mean, it was his last year. He didn't have a great year by any means. But second and third base were a struggle for them all yeah. season. Um, Solarte was okay. I mean, he was probably yeah. the best before he got traded. But Roberts was bad. For a couple of years, those positions were hard to fill yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, so right. Got, uh, no, this is jumping ahead probably, but until they got Stalin Castro. Yeah, yeah, I think he twenty sixteen right, he came so in. Get to that one. Is that um, part yeah. of your series? Yeah, yeah, we'll keep going over this. I mean, for me, it's kind of interesting. I know for most people maybe it's like all right, too much Yankees info here. Um, but just looking at these couple years after, because really this four year stretch was the only time kind of that I remember watching baseball, that the Yankees were not really in one or two every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and even that their wins were in the 80s more than they were in the 90s for yeah. a four or five year stretch. Yeah, um, but they weren't close this year to contention. Yeah. Um, it's a shame with Jeter. And another thing about this year too that led to all this third base stuff was A-Rod got suspended for the whole year. Right. Um, so that they picked up. He was starting to fade anyway. Yeah. Think, right? Yeah. He didn't play much in 2013 either. Um, and so there's Jason Nick. Cashman farmed him out, basically. Yeah. Sending out the pasture after yeah. that. Yeah, he played a lot of DH after that because they had Headley. They re-signed right. him in the offseason. Um, Plus he was just a jerk. That's beside the point. Yeah, not one of my favorite Yankees either. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the tough time. Brian Roberts, Stephen Drew was yeah. came over and was worse than Kelly Johnson and that Brendan Ryan. So the infield was wow. tough. Teixeira had probably one of his worst years on the Yankees in 2014. Yeah, there was a guy they picked up who was awesome, and I don't know if he got hurt or something, but Martin Prado. Yeah, like a Prado. I'm not saying it right, but I loved him and. I think he was going to be sort of that year's um, almost like LeMahieu pickup. Yeah. Where he's going to play a lot of positions. I don't think he's as good as LeMahieu, obviously. but And then he didn't. He got hurt or something in 2014. I think. I think. I think I'm right. Yeah, here. he was definitely on the team. And I didn't look into what happened with him, but he, wherever he is, um, but you gotta get a he played. So he played. 17 games at second base, 11 at third base, right, four so in left field. Yeah, he was like, oh, um, I'm gonna play. So, yeah. yeah, he was always a good Hitter. player, though. Yeah. Even um, And then, so looking at that, and this jumps ahead to the 2014 offseason, but he and David Phelps, I think, got yeah, traded trading. for Evaldi, Domingo Herman, and somebody else. Right. Um, so that brought yeah, Herman. Herman. The centerpiece of that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm guessing. Even though he was wrong. Right, right. Um, so he ended up getting traded. But yeah, he was always a good hitter. He's still playing hitter. Martin. Yeah. Even though it's spelled Martin. <laughs> you and Joe should do the pronunciation <laughs> episode. Um, By but, the way, this is probably the Wally Pip episode because he probably won't be back. Yeah. <laughs> You're Lou Gehrig. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Um, no, that's good. Not as entertaining. So. No, that's I was thinking who was going to be the 
outspoken one tonight who could go mm, off on a rant. Neither of us. Yeah. I don't think either of us can do Joe. It's too late. Um, but could have this morning, maybe. But. Yeah. <laughs> it's right, tough to record <laughs> tonight. Um, but so anyway, so with the free agents, they signed a good number of guys. I remember being excited about McCann, too, when he first came over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Maybe just because they had a couple. Russell Martin was there maybe before, but 2013 they had Chris Stewart and nobody. Um, yeah, so Stewart and uh, what's his name, the, the Italian guy uh, from the Cervelli? Pirates, Cervelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was still still hanging around. Um, but yeah, so McCann came over on a five year, eighty five million dollar deal, um, and he didn't do horrible as a Yankee. I mean, nothing special, but. Um, this in 2014, he was probably one of the better offensive guys. Um, they brought over Ellsbury, like we said, for a huge contract that the Yankees are still paying. Um, so McCann never finished the deal, then, right? No, he got traded to the Astros. Right, okay. Um, don't know who for, but maybe we'll find out in one of these episodes. Next year, yeah. Um, but so Ellsbury. He was disastrous. Yeah, he was a disaster for the Yankees. And I was looking at his stats, and the most impressive thing about him was he stole a ton of bases mm-hmm. um, when he was on the Red Sox. That actually had me wondering how many players may have spent their career just with the Yankees and Red Sox. Mm. Um, I'll have to look into that for another episode. But... Um, so Ellsbury in two thousand nine he stole seventy bases, um, which is pretty wild. Stole thirty nine for the Yanks in twenty fourteen, and that was maybe his best year on the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I may have already said this in the last episode, but what's kind of crazy is the person who played the most games at any position for the Yankees from twenty thirteen to twenty sixteen is the man himself, Ellsbury which seems wow. stupid now because we remember him not playing at all in 18, 19. Well, Gardner must have got hurt then. Gardner, he played... So I think that's just at a single close. position. Um, oh, yeah, because he floats Because Gardner like floated around a, a lot, yeah. Um, and I think with Ellsbury playing center, Gardner played a lot of left after yeah. that. Um Amazing to think Batances was on the team. That's... Yeah, and Batances, that's a good kind of transition so to the bullpen. He's in his 30s now, right? Yeah, he's probably right around 30 now. Wow. Yeah. Um, no. But, sorry, no, I was going to say one of one of the good things for the Yankees that year was probably their bullpen was decent. I mean, Batances had a great year, pitched a ton. Yeah, um, more strikeouts than the starters. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, he had 135 strikeouts in 90 innings um, and just pitched to a 140 ERA that year, um, even though Robertson was the closer mm-hmm. um, that year. And I think in 2015, we'll get there, um, before he went. Yeah, he was the closer because he was a... Wasn't he closer before that or was he closer after that with the White Sox? I think after, after. yeah. Yeah, he went to the White Sox but then came back to the... To the Yankees. Have to do a trade episode. I'll or something. have to look at yeah, look at some of this. It'll be another deep dive. Um, but Adam Warren was pretty good 
too. He had a good couple years with the Yanks, kind of one of those guys who bounced back and forth between the Yankees and other teams. Um, So the bullpen was good. And then Tanaka was another cool thing I just thought to highlight in this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't... I remember being kind of excited about him, but not really knowing a ton about him when he came over. Um, There wasn't even as much hype about him, I don't think, as there was about uh, Arabu and uh, Matsui. Right. Yeah, I remember Matsui was huge. There wasn't, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, and I remember Dice K for the Red Sox. Yeah. Um, all that stuff being big. But Tanaka was great in Japan. Um, so I was just looking at some of his stats. In seven seasons, he was 99-35, and 35, the 2.3 ERA, pitched over 1,300 innings and 53 complete games um, in Japan. And even for those last three seasons in Japan, 2011 to 2013, Probably at his best, he was fifty three and nine with an average one point four seven ERA um, and six hundred and eleven innings pitched in thirty complete games. And that final season, twenty thirteen, he was twenty four and zero in Japan with a one point two seven stat. The average ERA, ERA. Uh, <laughs> average over those three the years. Average earn run average. That's all I got. Um, but yeah, so Tanaka came in from Japan on fire. Right. Um, and at 25 years old too, I think he'd been pitching in Japanese league. He looks older than that. Yeah. He's always looked very, yeah. like somebody's grandpa. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's gotten that much older though in the six seasons he's been on the Yankees. Um, and I'm not buying that he doesn't know English yet. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think it probably is pretty good. I guess Sanchez just a, talks to him on the mound. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a confidence maybe level. Maybe in Spanish. Speak, maybe. <laughs> that would be good if they speak in Spanish. Maybe they both speak Italian. Um, but anyway, yeah, in 2014, he was good. Um, in the first 18 starts before he had elbow inflammation, uh, he was twelve and four with a two five one ERA, and I think he finished the season thirteen and five with like a two seven seven. Yeah, I remember he pitched under a three. That's pretty good. Yeah, um, and Corona I think was good too. I think both of them were like tw- together were like twenty six and ten. Yeah, Something yeah, like that. yeah. I believe that but for after sure. That, and then it was a mess. Yeah, yeah. They were in and out with guys, and even there's a bunch of guys that like they traded your buddy Nuno to the Diamondbacks for like Brandon McCarthy. They brought in Chris Capuano. They yeah. had a few other guys who came in mid season. I think when they were trying to yeah. maybe make a push here, um, they got close like towards the end. But I think after, after the all-star break, they, they just fit because they started out in first. Okay. And then like to May. So it wasn't long, right. But then, and they just couldn't hang on. I think they got to within five games from, what I looked at, and then you know ended up losing by a lot. Yeah, yeah, and then they and faded. McCarthy was pretty good that year too. Yeah, and yeah, I think he did. Short time he was there. Did well when he came over. Um, and then I don't know, maybe he went they... to the Dodgers after that. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was his contract was up and they just let him ride it out, but 
Right. Um, yeah, it was a strange. Yeah, kind of a. Yeah. Who won that year? Was it Giants? Twenty fourteen. Yeah, it was Giants. I think so. Royals. Um. Okay. I think. I think. Okay. That's something Joe and I were talking about in the last episode, and I didn't look it up. But did the Giants win in 10, 12, and 14? Yeah. I thought it was a three even years. Either 10, 12, 14, or 12, 14, 16. Okay. I thought the Cubs won in 16. That long ago. Yeah, then it was three three even years. Right, because the Astros won in 17. Yeah. Sox in 18. Um, Was... 15 Royals? 13 Royals? Mm, I feel like it was 13. Okay. It was 15. Um, but no, 13 year, was Red Sox, yeah. was it? Anyway. We just, we just lost a bunch Sorry. of listeners. <laughs> uh, I think 14 was definitely Giants. Giants okay. Royals. All right. We'll do a World Series history episode one of these days. Um, but anyway, so... Giants were World Series winners. That's where we got off on that tangent. Um, but yeah, it was a strange, kind of a strange time for the Yanks. I think they tried to fill things in after um, they lost a bunch of guys with like the McCann and the Ellsbury and stuff just didn't really pan out. I feel like that's partially because just didn't really have like a complete team. It was like a bunch of guys, but not a great identity as a team yeah the whole probably the whole period you guys are doing they didn't have much of a right like somebody certainly had guys you could root for but not like a good good team i guess your word's best identity um yeah so anyway i think that was kind of and that'll probably be a common takeaway for a lot of these teams like you said looking at these years um, they've just, I mean, brought in Beltron, but he was already kind of established yeah. somewhere else. Um, and I mean, you still had Jeter, but everybody knew he was on the way out. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I feel like guys like Teixeira and A-Rod had been there for a long time. Um, but I feel like we weren't <laughs> rooting super hard for yeah. them. I don't, no. I don't know why. Just... They were done. They were past their yeah. point of usefulness, I think. Yeah. I think it was probably, um, in a way, probably like how some people feel now about some of the injuries that happened last year. Like, people get so hung up with some of the guys on their injuries last season, and that's what happened in 2013, sort of. I mean, Teixeira was hurt. Mm-hmm. A-Rod was hurt for a lot of the year, so probably... And then he was suspended in 2014. So it's like these guys lost time being at the front of your mind and having a reason to be excited about them because they just weren't there a lot. And then when they came back, they weren't who they were. Right, right. Um, So anyway, yeah. There's a couple tidbits. Looking at the get-go. Shane Green. Yeah. Ended up getting traded for Didi. He was, yep, he was part of the Didi trade. Um... In the off season, Shane Green, and forget who else, um, was included in that. But uh, he, yeah, it was kind of an interesting trade. If anybody's curious and wants to go check it out, because it was between the Diamondbacks, Tigers, 
and the Yankees. And so Green went to the Tigers. Phil Coke. Okay, Phil no, Coke. Wasn't in there? Could be. I don't know. I'll have to no, look. No, maybe not. Look, the, look into that. Um, but, yeah. So a couple trades that brought over some infielders, like we're talking about Headley and then Didi in Headley, the offseason. Um, yeah. So I think that's pretty much it on the 2014 Yanks. Yeah, it's tough to go on about a team that finished in second. Right, right. Um, but I think one thing, and I don't know, we'll see. We're getting into the weeds for the few people that listen to us. Um, but just looking at this period, and Joe and I both somewhat watching the Yanks to different degrees, um, but definitely a period that we were paying attention to baseball and yeah. old enough to remember well both of us and kind of, like I said, how it led up to what we have now and feel like we've got more of a core of guys that you started seeing in 2017 some of them like judge and sanchez played a couple games in 2017 severino 2017 and you're like newly excited about some of that stuff so um i feel like this was really similar to you know other than mattingly before they had their run the team was like this. It was like they're just trying to fill holes with guys. Yeah. Back, yeah, like 92, 93, 94, they were decent, but 95, they were pretty good. They made the playoff, but this may be similar. So maybe hopefully we're on a good trajectory for going forward and beating all the cheaters out there. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. I mean, I feel like it. How go- many years are you guys doing? Four? Yeah. So yeah, 13, so we'll, 14, 15, 16. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll have a couple, um, two more episodes on this, and then uh, I think we'll pause there. Maybe we'll do like one episode, 2017 through 19, just kind of put it all together real quick. Um, but yeah, just thought it would be interesting to look at who was playing for the Yanks during this time because it's kind of a weird I collection of guys. The the co- total collection is more than any other four-year period. Like the number of history, guys? Yeah. yeah. Number of guys who started a game. Yeah. Is probably, you know. Yeah. Um, although they had a lot last, last year and the year before with all the injuries, but this one was just right. a weird mix of people. 13 was even worse. Yeah, 13. I think out of these four seasons, 13 is the one that you're like, yeah. what, what the, the heck? heck happened? Yeah, yeah. Um, the so, bright spot, I think, was probably Granderson, right? Maybe Granderson that year. Cano had a good season. True. Um, he was their best player yeah. by far. When you roll out Lyle that, Overbay. That season. Base. Lyle Overbay played like 130 games at first base, I want to say. Um, so... Good yeah. glove. Little stick. Yeah. No, Lyle Overbay, third base, had a ton of people. Jason Nix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyway, Dad, appreciate you doing this with it's me. We'll kind of wrap Good it stuff. up. I love it. Yeah, I think, I don't know, sometimes Joe and I get going in the, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Joe, maybe more so than me. Absolutely. Um, it's a pleasure to listen to you guys for 40 minutes, so <laughs> 25 we'll of us is good enough. <laughs> keep it there but um if anybody has any comments too on the 2014 season um or any good trivia questions or anything uh feel free 
to share your thoughts with us at let's go underscore yanks on instagram follow us there um tell your friends share it with your (laughs) share it with your family too um but we'll be doing 2015 on wednesday maybe dad and i will be back we'll see what happens with with joe's signal there we tried the 2015 20 yeah 2015 you've got kind of a similar crew so i've got to get into that one myself um but another kind of tough year for the Yanks. So anyway, appreciate everybody listening. Um, and we will be back with another episode on Thursday. We'll put it out. So nice. let's go, Yanks. Miss you, Joe. Get back to this. All right. We need Joe. <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks, All right. Dad. Thanks, Dad.